Okay, um, uh, today we opened up to the Pelewayets about Masao Matan. What's Masao Matan? What is one of the questions that a person is for? Don't, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of questions in Shemai. So when I says, right, Shabbat, he speaks over here, he says also that one of the major questions they ask, the Day of Judgment is, Nasata venatata beemuna. Were you honest in business? Now this is a big strong question. This is a fundamental question. Were you honest in business? That's a hard question. And everybody is doing something, right? So now, were you honest in business? Vata bavonotenora beam with our great sins, he says. Some people, they speak about shtuyot. They say, Rabbi, how do you expect me to make a living if I can't cheat? Ah, what do you mean? Look at every single, look at that guy, look at that guy, look at that guy. He pulled the bankruptcy, and he pulled the bankruptcy, and he made this, and he made that. And look, what happened to him? He made it rich. He made it big. I want to tell you something. This is, you have to understand, that Kadosh Baruch tests a person. He says, oh, look, he did, he did a sketch, he, did, he played around, and look, nothing happened to him, he didn't get punished. He didn't. The Yetzirah tries, tries to play with your brain, oh, look, oh, nothing happened to him, nothing happened to me. You know, I know a person, myself, a personal story that I know, this is a guy who pulled a, a BK, pulled a bankruptcy, and he owed one of my uncles in the tens of thousands. The tens of thousands. And I went over to him and I said, listen, I'm telling you honestly, I'll tell you like this. And I know him, not so well, but I know him. I said, I saw him at a wedding. said, I don't know what you're going through. And I'm sure you're going through a rough time right now. But all I know is that you owe people money. And hopefully one day you'll get on your feet and everything like that. I don't know, people were saying that he, that he, that, that he, didn't, he, he really had money in the bank, he just, uh, this, and people were saying all these things, that he, had, he has really a lot of money, he just wanted to, wanted to just cash out. So he said like this. So I told him, bottom line is, one of the questions, of course, I didn't tell him this, but one of the questions he's going to have to answer, were you honest in business? And I said, even if so, if you owe the person the money, you're going to have to come back and give it to him. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. And there's a famous story who I heard from a Rebbe Rav Lamit. He learned many years by the risk of son, in Israel, many, many years. And he says the story over from his Rebbe, who heard it from his Rebbe, who heard it from his Rebbe, all the way up to where he sells Salanta, Rabbi says, Salanta heard it from Rav Chaim And the story happened to Rav Chaim Velashina. Again, this is a story that I'm hearing from Rabbi to Rabbi to Rabbi to Rabbi. And when my Rabbi said it over in Shir, he said it over in Shir, and he said every single Rabbi. I forgot every Rabbi up the chain. But I know that there was a lot of Rabbis to Rabbi says, Salanta to Rav Chaim This is a story. And it happened to Rav Chaim He was, again, he was the... First one over the student of the Vilma Gaon. So you can imagine how far we're going back. And um, and everybody. Yes, 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 yes. Rabbi, a few hundred years ago, that's for sure. Now you're going to hear this Maase. And that was 
there was somebody sick in the yeshiva. One of the boys was sick in the yeshiva. And he wasn't feeling well. And he wasn't feeling well. And he told Rosh Hashiva, Rosh Hashiva, it's not going well. I need to rest up. I need to this. I need to that. And he was such in pain, this boy. That Rav Chaim sword in his face that he needed, he needed that. He needed that. Otherwise, he needed that health. Otherwise, he could die. And he saw it. So he says, listen, I'm gonna, we're going to send you home right now. And he took one guy in the yeshiva. He said, listen, you have to take care of him. He's on the brick of, of death. But take care of him. Take him home. And he traveled. He lived a little bit far away. He lived, you know. So as they're traveling, the sick boy, he needed a rest. He needed a rest before he got to his house. And they stopped out an inn. One of these inns they had, hotel, motel, inn, whatever it may be. He stopped there. And they asked, could we stay for the night? And they looked, we have a room. Yes, no problem. And he said, this is, this is, this is X amount of dollars. It costs this amount. And he was short. A small amount he was short. The boy to pay, he was short a small amount of money. And they didn't have it. So they asked the owner, look, this is what's the situation. Sick boy, we're here, this, that. We're trying to just get this house. Please. says, listen, you owe us this little bit of money. You owe us. We're not going to let go for it. But what we'll do is you could sleep it for the night. But make sure when you owe better, you come back and pay the rest. Yeah. Pay the balance. Okay, no problem. They agreed on it. And he said, I agree because you come from Chai Velazhani Yeshiva and we trust you. To make a long story short, he ends up going to his house. This sick boy ends up going to his house. And a few days later, in the yeshiva, they found out that he passed away. <laughs> he passed away, he died. In any case, everybody knows that the Velazhani Yeshiva, the way they did it was that they had a 24-hour system that everybody was learning. They had like a system, oh, one to two, two to three. Every day, every hour on the hour, the Ben Midrash was full. Why? Because it's Rashita. Everybody understands. Without Torah, one second without Torah in the world, the, Torah, the world goes back to Ovavo, goes back to, to zero. So therefore, Archive of Lajana is spread around in the Torah, and that's exactly one of the reasons why that there's different time zones in the world. Right over here, it's day. Over there, it's night. So when they're sleeping, we're learning. When they're learning, they're sleeping. Whatever it may be, Hashem has a system that they will always be learning. And if you look at stories about Musad, how one time they have about Avnezer, I believe, how one time it was Purim, and uh, and and he, he saw in the town like where's all the learning, and he sat down and learned. And they came to him in Shemaim, they gave him a beracha, special beracha. You give, you tell us what you want because of you, the world was standing. Because at that time, everybody was doing their thing. And therefore, you, uh, you, you, you pulled it up. You pulled up the world for us. So therefore, we're going to uh, grant you a request. And that's why you look, Purim by Purim, what do they do? They have Purim Kolel. They have a special Kolel. One hour at this time, one hour at that time. Yeshiva Mordechai Tzadik, father and son learning during Purim. $20, they pay each kid. And they do all these different things. Because those times, what is everybody doing? Going all over the place. But we need Torah that exists. So therefore, they have these different Kolel. Let's say one hour, one hour, different times of the day in order to have that pumping of the Torah. In any case, that's what they had with Lashon Yeshiva, 24-hour system of learning. That's what they did. 3 a.m. in the morning, 
who comes into the Beit Midrash. Rav Chaim was sitting there, and this dead person who died, this sick Bakhur, came back. Okay, again, this is a true story, all from this, 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 that. Real life, forget he came back, the guy came back. His sick, yeah, he was dead, he came back physically with his body, okay? Yes, yes, I've told you, I'm telling you, it's not a hijibiji story. So Rav Chaim Velaz, you know, you know what I'm talking about? We're not talking about me and you. Oh, we see a person, that, that had the first yeshiva in the world. It's the first yeshiva, Rav Chaim Velaz, you know, when he came to the Gaon Vilna, he asked the Gaon Vilna in the beginning, he said, no, 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 not yet, and then after that, he gave him the okay to do it. But in the beginning, it was the first yeshiva. So you can imagine. Now, again, we're not talking about me and you. We're talking about Rechaim Velajna. It was Kadosh Elyon. He was the stalman of Ravin Lagaon. You understand what I'm trying to say? It's not a, not a joke and it's not a fairy tale. It's a true story. And if you want one, each time. Anyway, so he comes to him physically with his body. He comes in. How long after? A few days after. And he came to Rechaim Velajna and he saw the rabbi. So the rabbi, so my rabbi said in Shir, he said in Shi'ur, he's like, and of course, Rav Chaim was Rav Chaim Velazhin. He was uh, Kadosh Elyon, so he wasn't so Nitfayel. He didn't go and chat. Whoa, whoa, whoa. says, no. You brought him. He says, no, come. Sit down. How was it in Shemaim? What did they ask you? No. Tell us. What, what, what's going on up there? What did they speak to you about? So he tells him like this, Rebbe, I was going good. I was going strong. I was on my way to Ganed and everything like that. And unfortunately, they stopped me. So why did they stop you? He yeah. said, because he said they stopped him because he owes money to people. Well, who do you owe money to? He said they took him back and they said he owes money to this hotel owner. This inn. He said that he was going to come back when he's healthy, he's going to pay him back. And he never paid him back. And he owes him money. And therefore, how can we let him in if he owes a person this world money? How can we let him in? So, um, so the good angel, they started like, there was a back and forth, back and forth says the reason why they, they did another whole new judgment about this point, should we, should we let him go, not let him go? And they saw, they, they verified that before he died, as soon as he got back home, he gave money to the person, this yeshiva guy who was walking him home, they, oh, gave, him, they gave him money, and he said, hey, on the way back to yeshiva, make sure you pay the hotel guy. So he says, but this guy forgot to pay the hotel guy for whatever reason, and he went straight to the yeshiva. But because I did my due diligence and, and I did that, I gave the money to somebody to give. So they're giving me, a, 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 they granted me one request that I could speak to one person in this world, go back to speak one person in this world and ask him. And tell him, please, just take care of that this loan, that this, loan, that, that this uh, bill gets paid, please. And therefore, you're my rabbi, I'm coming straight to you. Please, rabbi, make sure it gets done. And, uh, and then, how's that? He went to the yeshiva guy. He went to the yeshiva boy that walked him, walked him to his town. He says, let me ask you something. Did you walk? Uh, yeah, of course I walked him. Did you stop at any hotel? Yeah, yeah. Did he give you any money? Oh, I, me, I totally forgot. I totally forgot. He says, okay, stop what you're doing. Go right now. Pay the hotel owner. Wow. You hear what's going on over here? I'll tell you, you know what's going on. It's not a joke. A person owes money, you owe money. It's not a joke. It's not a joke. I flip out sometimes. You know, sometimes you go to the, to the cash register, right? And all of a sudden you're short, let's say, uh, a quarter, right? Mm. You're short a quarter. What does what, what the, what the register lady, the cash register lady says? Well, no, either, either she says pay it, or what does she say? She says, oh, don't worry about it, don't worry about it, it's okay. I tell her, excuse me, are you the owner? 
She says, no. I said, if you're not the owner, how do you know the owner doesn't care? You care, but you're not the boss. If the, the owner might care, the owner might say, listen, you're, you're short a quarter. He might not know, but he's saying you're short a quarter. Maybe he's luck beat. Maybe he's, uh, maybe, he's really, maybe he's really cheap and he really wants that quarter. You never know. You really don't know. You don't know. No, but the saying, you have to understand. If, if it's different, if, if the boss, if the boss, it's not her money to say no. That's what I'm trying to say. But if her boss says, do what you want and you're allowed to forgive money, that's also something else. But if not, you have to be careful. You have to be careful. Story. Story about me personally. Listen to this. Crazy story. Take your seatbelts now. Yeah, seatbelt. Yeah. Um, I usually go, after I heard this story about my Rebbe, so, you know, you start double thinking, what you owe, you don't owe, you this, you that. This was in Eight Sail, and I had a, like, a, a thing that I used to do was, every time, before I went to, um, before I went to, um, back home to America, I was in Eight Sail, before I was learning in Yeshiva, yeah, I was going in Yeshiva, and I would always go, before I would go back to America, I would always go to the Kotel, and I would pray my hardest, you know, just pour it out, feel energy, take the care, go straight to, to the flight, go back to America. And I would do this. Every time I would go back home, I would do that. Finally, one time, I'm going out of the Kotel, I see a taxi driver, and inside the taxi driver, there was a soldier. And I didn't see the soldier, and I uh, hitched the taxi. And the taxi asked me, he said, oh, what are you doing? Where are you going? I said, I'm going to buy the gun. Oh, he says, oh, really? Uh, he's also going to buy the gun. Who's he? I look, I see a soldier in the back seat. I was like, I feel bad. I don't want to this, that. So the soldier said, no, 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 come in. And he's going to buy the gun anyway. We'll split it 50-50. We'll split it 50-50. I said, listen, no problem. But I got to take a stop to my aunt's house. She lives on, on the, towards a little bit, a detour a little bit. But I need to stop there, and I'll be in and out. It'll be uh, two minutes. I just have to say bye to my aunt. Thank you very much for everything. I'm going back to America, and that will be it. But it's a two-minute stop. So he says, okay, no problem. The, the, everybody agreed, no problem, no problem. Now, what happened was, they ended up going. And uh, they stopped for me at my aunt's house. And my aunt lived on the, on the top floor, like the 12th floor of the apartment uh, building. And, I'm, and I told them, just give me two minutes in and out. I'm going to say hello. I'm going to come right back down. Okay. They waited and waited. Ends up being, I got there. For some reason, my aunt needed to show me something, tell me something, this, that. And I ended up delaying about 12 minutes wow. instead of two minutes. And I go back down and I see the taxi driver left. And then I feel a little bit bad. Because I took a detour out of his way. And technically speaking, do I own the money? Do I not own money? I also agreed that we're going to split it and everything like that. And I just heard the story about my Rebbe, about this whole thing about Rav Chaim Velazhina. And I got, I got flipped out. I was flipping out. All I remember was that they had a yellow, uh, yellow um, sticker. Not a sticker, like a sign. A yellow sign. Like It was like... I believe it was yellow, but like it had like a design on top, like a, whatever it may be, like a design, and that was the, that was the company. The anyway, it's the logo of the thing, a yellow with the logo. So I was, anyway, I was like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? I owe this guy money, and all of a sudden I go down, and, I, and I'm starting looking for every, I'm, I'm pulling, like, you know, there's a lot of kids in Israel, and I'm looking, like, let's say, by the red light, 
and there's some caves, and I'm looking to see if there's any yellow yellow sign as the thing. Not on the top, on the banner, on the on the front of his window shield. I'm looking at the window shield, looking, 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 with the logo. I don't find, I don't find, I don't find. Now I'm going to miss my flight to America. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Either in or not, I, I don't know. So all of a sudden, tears started coming down. I said, I shit, I beg you, I beg you, I can't. I don't want to come back to this world to pay back. I beg you. Do what you got to do. Help me find a guy. I trust in you. Please, I beg you. Hashem, don't let me do this. Don't let me come back to this world to pay another guy. Oh, I'm Finally, I realized I literally have, if I don't get into the cave right now to go to America, I miss my flight back, I don't know what am I going to do. So I think to myself, I can't do this. I said, I'm going to come back to Israel back. I was like, I'll find the guy, I don't care, but I have to make my flight. But I said, hey, come on, Hashem, I might forget, please, I beg you. Anyway, I pulled the, the nearest cab. The nearest cab pulls up. All of a sudden, he tells me, he looks at me, he says, Mata, Azbani, like, you know, why are you, why are you acting like this sad? Mata, Mata. I said, okay, do me a favor. I'm paying you to take me to my airport. Leave me alone. I just need to get to the plane. As it is, I have so much I'm out with this. I'd rather come back to this world to pay this guy money. I'm not in the mood for you. You know, just take me to the... This is what I'm thinking in my mind. It's like, said 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 says, no, Tagit, Tagit. Tagit. After he pulled it out of me, I tell him, look, this is the story. And I told him the whole story. And I owe this guy, I owe for sure all money because he took him out of the way. And the, he said, what was it? And I described to him the, the logo. It's a yellow logo with this. And he looks at me. Samadar! 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 I was like, what are you, uh, is he cursing me? I don't know what he's doing. Samadar! He's, I was like, what do you mean? Samadar! It's like, that's the name of the cab company, the taxi company. I used to work for them two weeks ago. I just went to this company. I know exactly the headquarters. I was like, you're kidding me? He's like, yes. I was like, take me. He took me to the headquarters of Sabadat. I go there, and I see like this small booth, the taxi booth, the, 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 the register. I say, listen, I owe money. I definitely owe at least 20 shekel to the cab driver. Please, please. Uh, can I? He's like, sure, give it to me. I'll give it to the guy. I say, no, 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 no. I'm not doing that. I remember the last story. I don't know if it actually went to the guy. Do me a favor. Get on the loudspeaker. Make a make an announcement. Mishu lakach, mishu be be bahakotel be samoto be. I told him the exact address, everything like that. On my end. So he said, "I'll do it." He gets on the speaker. He gets on all the walkie-talkies of all the cab drivers. Mishu lakach, mishu da 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 da. And I'm waiting there, waiting there, waiting there. Two minutes later, I hear it on the walkie-talkie. A guy screams back to the main main uh, main uh, 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 what's it called? Uh, walkie-talkie dispatcher. I was like, oh my goodness. I was like, I'm like, oh my goodness, holy cow. I have it, I have it, I have it. I give I said, I, I said, give me, give me the I tell him, give me the dispatch, give me the dispatch thing. Sadiq, I didn't Tell him in Hebrew. He says, okay, Zeb said. I said, okay, Zeb, I gave him the pressure. True story that happened. True story. You don't want to come back to pay people back. You owe money. Do what you can to pay back. Do what you can. Go all out. Go all out. Make sure. As long as they bother, they this, they that, they forget. It's an important point. It's an important point. It's an important point. And if a person, heaven forbid, if a person, heaven forbid, knows that he owes and he can't find the guy, you have to speak to your rabbi. Speak to your rabbi. Ask him exactly what to do in this situation. It's a serious situation. And even if, if you owe a person money, 
and let's say you can't find there's situations where you speak to your rabbi and he'll guard you to it. But you don't want to come back to this world to pay a person money. How about Mike? Do you think there's a chance that 